0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics. Premium, consistent, and affordable wellness for all. Each of their products features a specialized formula with targeted terpenes to give you a CBD experience that helps you sleep better, take the edge off, and relieve your aches and pains to help you live healthy and happy. Newly added to their CBD lines, in addition to their drops, are new topicals that you can roll on and high-dose CBD edibles to help you find your balance, Visit appliedbotanics.com today and use code word POPCO project at checkout to receive 30% off your first order. Applied Botanics. Live healthy and happy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Kellers Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Whether you need plants, trees, sod, mulch, rock, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, or anything to help your lawn look its best, Kellers has you covered. Located in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy on Kern Street, mums and fall items are now available. And look for fall festival weekends at Keller's Garden Center starting September 25th and running through October 31st. Paint your own pumpkins, scavenger hunts, hay maze, face painting, and more. Check out Keller's Garden Center on social media for more information. My guests today are members of a band from Scranton, Pennsylvania called The Boastfuls. They just released a new song called Medicaid on September 1st, which is available streaming everywhere. We talk about the new song, the run of September tour dates that includes Kulik, Take the Name, Sleep Signals, and others. We also talk about navigating the pandemic, losing a member of the band who is choosing a new path, how important their mentors are to keeping them on track and focused, and so much more. Welcome to the show, Martin and Chris from the band, The Boastfuls. And we're live and we're recording. If you didn't hear the little note to let you know that this is being recorded, you guys are awkward. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my God! Right, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, welcome to the show. I
2: got, well, I got, I got nervous because the something came up on my computer as you were like three, two, one, and I thought there was like I something was wrong, going down, and it was just yeah. saying, "Oh, it's being recorded." No, it's so fine because
0: well, the people that will hear this later will not hear that uh, little prompt or uh, notification, but uh, I try to acknowledge it sometimes to be funny, but I'm not funny, so here we are. Welcome to oh, the show, man. The Awkwards. Change name. Yeah, right. I put wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real. Hanging out tonight with the Boastfuls. Two guys from the Boastfuls. Uh, guys, it's been quite a long time. I think it's been like two years. Um, yeah. Hopefully what happened last time when we uh, recorded a podcast doesn't happen tonight. Uh, which is really funny because... Um, last time I'll tell a story real quick. They were in the studio when I had a radio show up uh, in Scranton, we were doing a podcast there and the recording stopped as, you know, like five minutes or whatever after we hit record. So we did a whole podcast that didn't record and had to try and do it again and capture all the magic. Well, if you're, if if you're in an interview and and try and, you know, capture, uh, you know, the, the candid conversations and things like that. Uh, again it doesn't work. But we pushed <laughs> But it was funny because last time a week prior to that it happened to the guys in another day dawns. what, I- sure. sure. <laughs> Yeah. So it wasn't just you guys. But it was funny because it's it, because they just released a new song about 2 weeks ago and yeah. I had uh, an interview with them and uh fingers crossed it didn't happen again. It didn't but I was very nervous because, uh, you know, it happened before. But it's, it's funny that you guys, are, you know, two years later, same time, timeline-ish, releasing new music. Uh, and it's been a long time coming. So welcome to the show. Thanks for doing first. this. Thank
2: you. Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah. But uh, a lot has happened since uh, we last spoke two years ago. Um, yeah. You're one man short. We are. The trio of the boastfuls is now a duo with uh, wh- what happened Chad's gone
2: Chad's gone yeah it sucks um you know it's it, it was amicable um it, it was all on good terms uh it's just you know Chad is kind of at a, a different a new chapter in his life that sure. Chris and I aren't quite at yet he has he has a house he has a fiance um. He has like a good job that you know he. It, it, it's just like it, it. Timing was off, you know. Um, so he he's weighed he, down by life. I, I guess. guess. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, the whole ball and chain. That there's a. I think that comes from that. No, I'm not. Re- yeah, I'm not referring to his fiance. I'm I'm happily married. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the things you choose to do in life, and you know, buying houses, and you know, getting married, and and growing up, basically. I'm not saying that you guys are children. But uh, oh,
1: yeah,
0: okay, you are. That's fine. Uh, awkward, <laughs> awkward little babies. Awkward uh, children.
2: We haven't developed social skills yet. They come with puberty, I think.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, those things happen, and uh, I'm sure the the pandemic did not help any of it.
2: No, I mean he he literally said to us, he was like, if it were a year ago, like it wouldn't be a problem. We, you know, we'd all be in in different places, you know. He didn't have the job he had a little over a year ago. He didn't have a house. He wasn't engaged. You know, it was, it was just different. But it clearly, uh, you know, it wasn't going to happen a year ago.
0: Yeah. Well, good for him. Chad, we're happy for you.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Best of luck with your house and fiance and all that kind of stuff. Marriage is wonderful. I am so happy being married. I've never been happier.
2: Are you okay? Well, Are you I,
0: I'm blinking heavily. Help me. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, do you need help?
0: <laughs> no, it's definitely different, though. It's wild. It's good, though. It's good. It's good.
2: But yeah, I, don't, most... I don't think he would. I mean, yeah, he's ha- very happy.
0: Yeah, of course. Like, he wouldn't. You wouldn't do it if he wasn't happy, right? Unless he needs help, we should go help him.
2: I'll text him. I'll, I'll all right. See, Let him in. know.
0: Let him know that I'm here for him. So, But the Boastfuls are releasing a new song called Medicaid. That song, by the time this podcast uh, is available, the song will be out, uh, available on all the streaming services. I have had the pleasure of hearing it. Uh, and once again, I mean, guys, uh, I said this is the follow-up to the song Tequila. The, the song Tequila had a lot of um, Queens of the Stone Age vibes to it. And the minute this song came out, the, the new song, "Medicate," again, I mean, right off the, the bat, I was like, again, I hear, you know, Queens of Stone Age. It's will take alpha it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take <laughs> it. I knew you guys wouldn't be offended by it because I remember you being happy when I said it about, about tequila.
2: But yeah,
0: so two years later,
1: yeah, just, uh,
2: just about. Yeah. Oddly enough, we absolutely butcher Queens of the Stone Age songs. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know about Butcher, but yeah, we
1: we, we don't practice <laughs> we, like,
2: every now and then. We'll, so for Chad's last gig with us, that one of his requests was that we pull we pull out No One Knows, which we haven't played probably since Chris first joined the band. And we're like, yeah, that'll be fine. And like, you know, I we probably individually ran through it a bunch of times. And then as soon as we got up on stage, it's like, I don't remember how this song goes at all. <laughs> That's funny. So, we channel them. We can't we can't be them, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's fine because that's them and you're you. Yeah. Let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about the new song, Medicate. Uh, like I said, it's due out on uh, September first, which will be, you know, after or before rather, this when this, this airs, but uh it's been, a, it's been a minute since you guys released new tunes. obviously I th- think the pandemic probably pay, yeah. played a little bit of part of that so uh, talk about the new song and, and yeah. what you guys have going on.
2: yeah for sure. Um, oddly enough, it was probably written right around the time that tequila released um, if not before. Yeah. Uh, so we've had like it's, we've been sitting on it a really long time which sucks uh, and it's not the only one we've been sitting on. Um, But it was just kind of like, we were in a good spot, you know, um, going into 2020, um, right before everything shut down and then the world went crazy. Um, We were in a really good spot. We kind of, we had a plan laid out to consistently put out music that year, Um, had a few, you know, small runs uh, as support for bigger bands
1: lined up. And then it was all gone. (laughs) In a strange way, I am grateful that we kind of put off releasing the song. The song has evolved quite a bit from the original version, yeah. and I'm a lot happier. It sounds yeah a lot different, and it's I don't know, it's fun. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it was a blessing in disguise. It was. It like like I said, like it really sucked, and you know, um, it, we were we were all really eager to to get it out and and to get all of the music out and get the ball rolling, and you know the discussion amongst us was that you know it's gonna suck but we probably just needed to ride this out and wait it out until we could actually you know like have a push behind it so you know now that we're here and all this other stuff came out and you know it's coming up it seems like a good time it was hopefully worth the wait yeah <laughs> it definitely was so, uh
0: one thing i was going to say though is yeah you guys have had a lot of momentum uh leading into 2020 um I think he dropped tequila okay. late in 2019. Um, yeah, literally like
2: the, the right after Christmas. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like you said, like you know, you uh, had a lot of stuff going on and a, a lot of uh, dates booked and things like that. So, uh, you know, what did that yeah. feel like when the kind of you know, the world shut down and the dates fell off the calendar and um, we were told oh, to it was to sit in your home and don't leave.
2: It was brutal um and like it was for everybody i mean I, I it was weird um so like for us the literally la, the last gig we played was the saint patrick's day parade that year oh did you we, and we played yeah and we played the grand opening of of a bar that had like the, around two thousand people there <laughs> and we played for like six and a half hours a at, few of the other bands had dropped so we were there and it the whole day and It was literally like they put out the announcement two days before i think saying the, sh- the city was shutting down the next day so mm-hmm. it was like we played and then the city was shut down and all of our stuff got canceled so it was brutal because that at that point like that was the most people we'd played to you know it was the biggest kind of thing we had going on you know aside from like putting out our own music like gig wise that was as big as it had gotten for us absolutely um so and then it was just like all gone and really sucked but like i said i mean it did for everybody and and you know we like we kept busy you know like most people did um we kind of took that time to really like chris like hone in on the music we had written um spent a lot of time with paul young of panacea what a mistake
0: um, who what a mistake right (sighs) what are you doing i have all
2: the guys you could find paul young (laughs) i know right he i i met him uh a a few years ago now you know probably 20 early 2019 i want to say um and he is just i'm very grateful to say he's kind of taken me and us under his wing um he's been our guru um and honestly and i don't think he would be upset with me saying it but the best thing about having paul is that he's not afraid to tell you like when something needs to change or something sucks mm-hmm. like and you know that i don't know that it was particularly like something that we needed but you know at that point we didn't have anyone really giving constructive criticism it was just the three of us you know so we we only knew like you know what we liked about it and you know i, I think maybe to a fault we were Contempt. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. Like we, we were like happy with where we were, but definitely knew you know that more time spent on them wouldn't hurt. And, sure. Uh, yeah, Paul. You know, especially for Medicaid, Paul was a huge you know kind of influence of change for you know how the song came out. It was it's like a night and day difference from you know when we first wrote it to when we sat down with him. We were rehearsing with them. Every week for a couple months, you know, four or five hours, literally just playing Medicaid over and over and over and over again, you know, and because for him, like, that's just like, that's how he did it, you know? And that's how, you know, maybe it should be done. He's like, you know, just play it until it's second nature. And, you know, that'll really help you kind of, you know, pick out the stuff that's maybe, you know, maybe doesn't fit or that could maybe change. Um, so yeah, it, it was huge. He was a huge help.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you want the
2: truth. Very, very grateful.
0: You want the truth. You find an old, disgruntled, bitter man who has nothing. To hold <laughs> and that's <back>. Paul.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is Paul.
0: I love Paul. I love Paul. Yeah,
2: I but, do too. And I, and you know what? Honest, like I, I will say personally too. And it it it's helped a lot. As as annoying as it could be, he is up my ass 24-7 about writing music. About, like, writing the original stuff and getting it honed in. Like, I, like, like any time I just mention that I might have an idea, he does not leave me alone about it until he hears it. You know, until he could, you know, give it a listen and, and have something to say about it and, you know, offer criticism, critiques, um, and offer help. Which is good, but it'd be, like, midnight, and he'd text me, like, where's it? Like, where's the song? I am like,
1: dude, oh my God, leave me alone.
2: Like, I'll have it. <laughs> so, I, I'm grateful for that. Um, even the other day he was like, just so you know, like as soon as you come home, like, let's get back together and let's, you know, get rolling on, you know, the stuff that we've been tossing around. It keeps us on top of things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, if, it sounds like, and this is not a knock on you by any means, but it sounds like you guys kind of need that uh, little bit of push. It's like, it's like when you're, um, you know, committing to the gym and, you know, if you know that if you don't have a, a workout buddy, you're not going to, you're not going to give it your, uh, 110%. That's
2: absolutely exactly what it's like. Yeah, it is. And, you know, a part of it too is, uh, we're both really busy, you know, outside of, you know, what is that? I thought you dr- It looks like a candle.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm drinking the candle. Yes. I'm... I could, if you'd like, it's the candle of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a water jug, just a water no. jug, just a water. A little, uh, yeah.
2: All right. I didn't mean to intrude on your your glassware. It just looked like a candle. It look cool. Yeah. I knew you weren't drinking a candle. But it looks like it, it looks like it could be a candle. I don't
0: know. Can- oh, I know what you're saying. Like those those like Jesus candles that are like people yeah. have by their beds. I mean, it's the candle of Christ. Yeah but no, it's not a jug of popcorn. <laughs> just a drinking vessel. Got it. All right. That's okay. Keeps, keeps cold, cold liquids, cold and hot liquids, hot. That's all Perfect. You yeah. Double walled, vacuumed or whatever the hell it's called.
2: You're not yeah. messing around. Get yourself one. No joke. You can, put,
0: you can put these things in the sun, open it up, drink it. Still cold
2: and i'm gonna get one just to i don't believe that i'm gonna get one dude.
0: i'm telling you when you get old like me these things are what's important in life
2: <laughs> the little things well
0: my drink's cold when my cold drink's cold and my hot drink's hot that's yeah. what i want in my life right now as a 38 year old man
2: <laughs> that's what i want that's that, what i got that, that's the secret you'll the one my day own.
0: when you're my age i'm like god damn it that guy had it down
2: You've just set the bar so high. I'm going to live Dude. the rest of my life just waiting for that moment. Well, it,
0: I mean, Paul and I, we, we go back, you know, way, way back, and uh, we can teach you. I know the, the it, young kids. We,
2: we we have a group chat with him and, and Mitch of anytime soon, and we every time you do a podcast, there there was like a, a string where there were like eight in a row where like somebody mentioned Paul, and we would always text each other like, "Dude, like, come on." We well, you got <laughs> your hand in that
0: He's the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, if
2: if the walls could talk, you know? Yeah. So you're in good hands. We are, yeah. Absolutely.
0: But, I mean, what are you going to do? So you have, the song comes out, you said, September 1st. This podcast is not going to matter in in reference to that because it's going to be out after the fact. But uh, with the release of that song, you're doing a few, uh, you have a busy September. Um, You have a bunch of shows lined up. What are you doing as far as a drummer goes?
2: Uh, So we have um, two of our good friends, uh, Jordan and Mike, filling in with us. Uh, Jordan's the drummer of the Motley Pitcher Path. Uh, He was in Grace's Downfall. He plays in Anytime Soon. Um, Just Disgusting drummer. Um, Awesome dude. So he is playing uh, tomorrow with us. Well, whenever this comes out, he's playing September 1st at Stage West, which you'll probably be missing at that point, uh, everyone listening. But... He was there with us. <laughs> yeah, when, sorry. I wanted were...
0: to. I wanted to get this <laughs> out before the release of the song, but I'm like, yeah, we're busy. You're busy. I'm busy. Yeah. Sorry. And um, I was like, I kind of wanted to talk. I didn't, didn't want to like talk to you guys like way beforehand and release it two weeks after because that's no fun.
2: Yeah. No. No. That's fine. But uh, yeah. So it... just. Yeah, he's he's playing a couple of dates with us, and then our, our good friend Mike uh, from Philly, um, who's in a band called Dirty Brain, uh, is playing from the second to the the eighth with us, which is absolutely awesome. You know, because you know coming from Philly, he he got our original music like a week and a half ago. You know, and he's just been like hammering it down and and you know getting it and. <laughs> So yeah, um, we we have it figured out. Uh, beyond then, we're not really a hundred percent sure yet. Um, we're still trying to work out the details. Um, as far as like writing and studio work goes, which I think is, is probably going to end up being our focus after this, um, I will be okay just because I could play and you know track. You know, if if it gets to the point where we're ready to record again and we don't have a drummer yet, like we'll, sure. we'll be all right. Um, so yeah, I, I think. You know for a while it might just be kind of laying low um not laying low per se but not doing like a full band gig every week you know right or having you know one every few months you know and and only when we 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 know we'll have a drummer that's with more than enough time to prepare that you know we feel comfortable with
0: and if i recall correctly you you kind of were a drummer first right yeah Right, yeah, so that, for
2: that works out four or five years before I started guitar. So, I, I honestly, I will say, I probably feel more comfortable writing and recording drums than I do guitar. Well, it's Which, good for the
0: studio work, though. You can do both.
2: Yeah, yeah, it works out for that. Um, it's probably not what Chris wants to hear from his guitarist saying that he's more comfortable no, playing I'm, another instrument, but you know, you said it before. I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's old news at this point. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're lucky that that's like a little weight off our shoulders that we know, like, as far as, you know, producing stuff where it's not going to come to a grinding halt you know, we have that stuff figured out.
0: Yeah. I'm just happy that it wasn't Chris who left the band because that would be real bad news
2: for him. <laughs> because, if, yeah, we, uh
0: chris is the member of the band with a tattoo of the boastfuls logo on his arm
1: yeah i don't know how to i'm in this it's there somewhere
0: (laughs) when i when i first saw the announcement on on facebook i'm like i just read it quickly i didn't even see the picture yet i'm like oh no which one is it
1: (laughs) oh man and at that point i think i was in the band a month like i had i had just joined the band it's
2: basically, what's going to happen is wherever Chris ends up going, that's that'll be the boastful. Yeah. You know, if he if he quits, I'll just have to figure something out. It'll be something else.
0: Yeah, Chris owns the yeah. boastfuls now.
2: Forever. Yeah. He, yeah. That's about as, as
1: good as branding could get, I think. Hey, was, I have to say that two powerful. years later, I don't regret it. I'm still happy with it. <laughs> no regrets. That's what.
0: <laughs> no regrets. That's good, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. you Guys are moving forward and plugging along and getting the new yeah. stuff out there. Yeah, I think I saw, guys, I, got, I saw you guys last. You guys did a show uh, for me for a Coors Light event at Montage, which was right before. Oh, I think that was like set no, not September. February twenty fifth. I want to say maybe.
2: I remember that. I left my introductory art course to come well, was it worth early it? oh yeah
0: there were pyrotechnics yeah there were we fireworks have, inside you got you got paid
2: i didn't have those in art class
0: no you got paid there were fireworks is, it was pretty what, awesome what am i paying for i don't know you're, you're getting ripped off for sure
1: yeah
0: now, you get? Yeah, you guys were in school and stuff, like during a pandemic. How did that go? Like off, off the topic of the post, we'll get back to that too. But like, I'm always interested to see like how that worked.
2: Uh, you know, it, so at the time I was in my last semester of school. So, you know, it, it, it wasn't that bad because my, my course load, although I was taking a lot, none of it was difficult. You know, I was doing like an independent study. Um, I was doing an internship. It was a lot of just kind of filler stuff to fulfill credits. Um, So, you know, when the campus shut down, a lot of the stuff it was just impossible for me to do a lot. I couldn't do my independent study. I couldn't do my internship. I couldn't do practicum hours. So it worked out for me because that means they automatically pass you which is awesome. There you go. I think I had my highest GPA of my college career my last semester because I was in school for like four weeks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But it's something. I still get to say it. Got so, that piece so. of paper. Yeah, no, it was. I do. And I have the bill laying next to it. Yep. To remember. I paid mine
0: off was it last Back? October.
2: I, yeah, that's. You know, it's it's funny, and I uh, well, not I, I won't mention where I go. I guess it doesn't matter because college is all the same. I actually don't have my diploma because I still owe the school money, but they did send me the uh, like the placard that your diploma comes in. Okay. They sent me an empty one. They sent me an empty one. Here's what you could say. So
0: Here's what this yeah. would be in.
2: You, know, Matt, if you just gave us that thirty grand, see what you could have on your wall, What is this? It's like
0: a, a good feeling. It's like a car loan or a, a, a car title? It, like, oh, we'll what? give you the title a title when you
2: when you pay it off. I got so excited. I was so excited because I was like, oh my God, it's my, like, they sent it to me and I opened it. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> it was literally just the envelope. And like, I had like heard stories that like, oh, if like you had a physical graduation, they would do the same thing, but you would have like a bill statement. In oh, it. that's this funny. Like C cashier's office. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's
0: ruthless. I, that's, guess,
2: I guess. Yeah,
0: colleges are so, savages, man.
2: I, you know, I was like, you know, I end, I ended on a high note, and then I got that. I was like, I ended on an okay note. It's <laughs> you know, it's over with. <laughs> it's over with. That's what's important.
0: Yeah, it's not over till you pay that off. Oh no, I know. Little monthly reminder. Hey, Martin, what's up?
2: Yeah. I love my, I, a couple months after I graduated, my, like, loan statement became available, like, through my banking app, and I literally, it it goes up $6 a day. No lie. (laughs) (laughs) I watch it go $6 a day, which times 30 days is literally, it's, the interest is more than my payment. It's It's such a racket.
0: It's such a racket.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And I'm not going to sit here and try and say I know how to fix it, because I don't. But, I mean, I have ideas. But it's such, it's such it's, a horrible situation.
2: Yeah, it is. And it's so funny because uh, Brandon, our, our guitarist, when we first formed and one of my oldest friends, like when we lived together, it was when I first started college. And he is like uber anti college. Like he really is. And he would like, he'd see me at the time, like I would still work like 30 something hours a week. So I would work like 4 a.m. to 9 a.m., come home, change, and go to class. And he'd like catch me just coming out of the like, either either coming in or leaving. He's like, "You're so stupid! Like, why did you go to college? It's such a waste." And I'd be like, "It's not a waste. I'll use it." Here I am, you know.
0: My parents two years out. My parents told me this would pay off.
1: <laughs> I'm waiting.
2: I'm sure it will when I'm forty or something. <laughs> but it, what you know, you- what? like I, I literally, I think I texted him like the day after because it was like. My last day of class. I was like, <sighs> "Yeah, I don't feel any different." I was like, "I think I—that might have been a bad idea." <laughs> I texted. I was like, "You might have been right. I, I think you might be right."
0: Yeah, it's such a weird but, thing. It really is. It's—I don't know. It's not for everyone. And I mean, you guys are much younger than not, I am.
2: Yeah, but uh, I—you know—I'll—I'll I'll say that I. you know, because I I went for marketing and stuff like that. So I learned a lot that helps like us, like, you know, and you know, that, that I could apply to, to what we're doing and, and, you know, that helps our brand. So I could, I could at least say that if nothing else.
0: Right. And you're right. But you can also just, you could have taken, you know, an online course, you know, just to learn what you learned that you can apply to the band and you would have been set.
2: Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. No, you're right. It
0: just, it's not, it sucks. Like again, you guys are much younger than I am, but like I grew up in the, uh, the, the era that you my, my parents, like my mom didn't go to college. My dad like, had a two year associate degree. Um, yeah. he was a, he was a surveyor, but, um, but like they were all, like, and then my whole generation, it was like, a, you know, you went, you got, went to high school and got good grades. You got into college you do well in college and you, you got out, you got the job, of your dreams, the, the house, the white picket fence, life was, you know, going to be spectacular. Um, yeah. Because that, that's what, they felt that that's what, you know, would help us be, have a better life than what they had. I'm not yeah. mad at them for that, but like, that's not really accurate all the time.
2: Yeah, I've, yeah. to each his own. It's, like you said, it's not for everybody. I, I don't even particularly think that it wasn't for me. I, I think that our age, in particular, kind of had a weird ending to it, just because of you know the state of the world. It, it was different, you know, yeah. and you know, even even applying for jobs like afterwards, it it was, you know, I was applying for jobs in Chicago because they were like, yeah, it'll be remote for at least the next two years, and then probably remote after that. I was like, oh, cool, Chicago. I'll never go, but I could say I work there. So, but that's yeah, cool weird. though too, though. That's
0: also cool though, because like you know, when I was, you know, in college, like I would have had to have moved to like New York or a bigger city because the, um, you know, internet was kind of still in its infancy and, um, you had to be on site. So like, you know, you have an opportunity where you have, you could have, you could do a job, you know, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, but work for a company in Chicago. That's also cool too.
2: It is. Yeah. I have a a friend that, I graduated high school with that got a producer position on the Kelly and Ryan show like mid pandemic and worked from Scranton as a producer for like over a year and like just moved out to the city like this week finally so it's cool I got none of them so I guess it doesn't matter in the end I'm still here <laughs> but you, you, know, you
0: keep putting it out
2: there. It, it were, it, yeah, it, it, you know, it I think at the time it was because the band was just in this place where we we had no idea when all this stuff was coming back. You know, we didn't really know what we were going to be doing. Um, so, you know, obviously I want a career job one day, but I think at at the time it was just because I was like right out of college and that it was still at the exact same time the band wasn't playing, so the band wasn't making money. So that wasn't really like an excuse for me to, you know, not have a full-time job. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I should get a full-time job and, you know, just buckle down guess that everything happens for a reason you know we're here now and it's picking back up and odds are if i had a full-time job i wouldn't be able to be doing what we're going to be doing so it worked out
0: you're right i'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason so martin whatever may have happened to you in college it's okay
2: (laughs) thank you (laughs) i feel better now now that i've heard it from you it feels better
0: all right there you go there you go chris what about you (laughs) chris how did you spend the last year
1: so um i have since dropped out of college (laughs) see Um, see martin not for everybody (laughs) i um i knew well this is a great example of it i knew the zoom format wouldn't work for me (laughs) um and as of now i do have plans of going back we'll see we'll see but um no, I'm just happy to be doing what we're what we're doing now and see where it takes us.
0: Cool. I hope it takes you to the moon. Us too. On a rocket ship. With Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a a
2: dick shaped
0: rocket ship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not like Richard Branson's. It looks so like dude, what a comparison. <laughs> Richard Branson's, I was like, this is the future. Oh my God. And then bezos when i was like oh god go back
0: (laughs) oh man what a time to be alive
2: what a time to be alive so
0: weird it is weird but so talk a little bit about the um the shows you have coming up so that people if they want to catch you out and about they can
2: yeah for sure um so starting september 1st um we play just about every day uh, through the 10th. We have a couple days off. Um, so we're in Scranton, uh, then we go to uh, Allentown, uh, then Manhattan, then Philly, then Harrisburg, then Phoenixville, then Lancaster. So we're kind of all over the place. And are
0: they they it up for the same band, or is there different headliners?
2: No, so uh, most of them are with Kulik, um which is sweet we got Dude. to play with him right when we first started writing original music we got to open for him at stage west
0: he's amazing and
2: he's so freaking talented it's insane yeah he's, he's just like a machine it, like it's awesome so i'm really looking forward to the, you know getting back together with the, them and uh seeing what they have i feel like i I feel like i always see him putting out music but I, like i feel like i'm gonna hear like 10 new songs i've never heard before when we get there tomorrow he might I, I don't know, we might yeah he probably wrote them this week <laughs> he's, he said he's a machine so yeah we have a, a bunch of dates with him um uh the band take the name who was formerly violet nine who we actually linked up with through playing with another day dawns we played a few shows with both of them and uh it just so happens that they're uh, close with cool like they've you know Uh, written music together so they've kind of there's like a stipulation in in kulik's contract where he's touring with other bands so he can't play certain dates in certain cities so we're going out with take the name on those dates um which is great because it you know it keeps us playing every night and it's there's different bands every night like there's different locals you know bands we've never gotten to play with before and never heard before so it'd be exciting
0: yeah for sure sounds awesome yeah I wish I could get that show tomorrow night, but hashtag dad life.
2: Don't even worry about it. Hashtag dad life. Yeah,
0: yeah. we'll get there. Your manager knows. Yeah. Joey Cabas. He does. I saw his kid bumped his head the other day.
2: Bumped it. He bumped it hard.
0: I, I saw a big bandit over. It. I didn't ask him about it, but yeah. <laughs> What's it like? working with Joey
2: he's been great um he you know i I can't speak for both of us individually like as a whole obviously but i know i know individually as long as i've known joe he's done a lot for me he really has um you know as far as my kind of college career goes as as far as my my future after college um you know obviously with the band he's just He's been like a a good source of insight for us for as long as we've known him, you know, and and especially, you know, at at least for me, you know, coming into the same career field, you know, like he just he's been doing it for a while. So he he offered me a lot of insight, you know, he he's kind of walked me through, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, where I need to be, what I should be learning, what I should be doing, you know so it's been great and i obviously like that that doesn't even you know touch on all of the stuff he does for us as a band you know like setting up all of these shows you know um kind of guiding us through the release process and you know how we handle that you know how we handle the the days and, and weeks after that because um, it's like it, it, we've never done it before you know mm-hmm. and we're lucky we're as a band we've literally been linked up with him since our first show like we we played our first show and and he watched on facebook and like since then we've you know had him like you know working with us and, and guiding us so that was that was great he's he's been a huge help you know this entire time
0: good was good people
2: yeah absolutely and you know it Seems like he has a lot of faith in us, which, you know, makes us feel better, obviously, because I think it's fair to say Chris and I both are, like, critical, I guess you could say, you know? Like, if, if it weren't for someone else, like, pushing us and saying, like, no, you you have what it takes. You got to just, you know, work at it and go do it. Like, I don't know that I'd be doing it. I really don't.
0: Right.
2: So, you know, okay. it's, it's the same. It's the same way, like, Paul pushes us. You yeah. know, it's,
1: it's people that, like see what maybe we have trouble seeing yeah and in that way in in terms of music we are definitely the opposite of boastful yeah Uh, for sure
2: (laughs) it's part of the reason paul harasses me so much because i like when i'm writing i will i will sit on stuff for months you know and it's not even like writer's block or anything like that it's just like i just constantly i'm like this needs to change i'm not happy with this but i don't really know where i want it to go so i'm just gonna sit on it so you know, having people to tell us like, you know, just chill out. Like you're good. You know what you're doing. Just do it. Yeah. It, it helps a lot.
0: Yeah. So with that being said, you have Medicaid coming out September 1st. You, do you have any plans to release more new music this year?
2: Yeah. Um, we, we've gone into some detail about that um, planning for the future. We're, we're probably going to see one more single um, and then an EP. Um, probably I mean at this point you know it's already September so I I, I don't want to definitively say that they w- will both come by the end of the year but it, it'll be close it, you know we'll probably see another single in, in a month or two and then late end of the year early next year will be bePEP gotcha so makes sense yeah, which is exciting yeah. It's, and really, at, at this point, it's more a matter of the songs are written. It's just booking studio time because studios are tough to get into right now. Yeah, <laughs> they have been since you know last March. So
0: yeah, now are you guys concerned at all with? I mean, we it feels like, and maybe this is more of just schools um, where we're seeing you know more mask mandates and things like that. Are you worried about um, you know playing your string of shows coming up and anything after that because? Yeah, you, know, you see bands like um, I think Nine Inch Nails canceled the rest of their tour this year and things like that. Um, obviously, and this is not a knock on you guys, the your crowds would not be as big as a Nine Inch Nails show. Um, well, but um, you know, do you foresee any? Uh, you know, are you guys worried yourselves, or I mean, what's what's uh, your take on all that? So it seems like
1: um, a lot of the venues we we're, we're playing at are really taking this into consideration they, they have a lot of requirements a lot of safety measures that they're taking and that's kind of especially from like a month ago to now a lot of the nerves have been like alleviated yeah it's i yeah i definitely agree with that and another
2: nod to joe because i was like even a week ago i was kind of really freaking out about it i was really worried about it because you're seeing like big bands and even you know smaller bands you know that just they're not doing it you know um so yeah i was really worried about it and you know joe kind of kept us grounded he's like don't like it's all good it's happening you know like it's it'll happen you know it's gonna be like like chris said you know like certain places are taking you know extra measures like you know for uh, manhattan for instance like we everyone playing and attending has to be vaccinated. Like there's, so there's stuff like that going on, which is, you know, think of it what you will. Like it, it, doesn't bother me. Obviously. Like, you know, I'm playing obviously. So like, that's where I stand. and But I don't like do whatever you want. I don't care. But if you want to come to the show, you know, what you have to do
1: um,
2: At the same time too, you know, we went, from when bars started opening again up until maybe two months ago, we were playing to like 30 people in full bars, full band. So I think at this point it's like, it doesn't phase us. I, I think it's okay. And, you know, they've been steadily getting bigger, um, which has been great to see, you know, and that was another thing at first I was like a little worried about, but also, you know, being like a part of this industry, like it was encouraging, you know, to come back and, I remember the, the like the first show we had we played at the V spot the week after they lifted all of the restrictions in Pennsylvania. Um, and like I was worried about that. I was like I don't know if people are like ready. I was like I don't know if people are going to come back out. Like I'm really worried and then we had I think we had just shy of 200 people there, which is awesome. Like that's huge. That was I think the the second largest crowd we've ever had there and we've played there one more time since and we had even more people so it's been great to see now we've also had a gig where we had three people there in the last two months so like you know it goes both ways that sucked that was that was bad but
0: that was yeah i was so curious to see what would happen um you know as far as people coming back out of their homes and getting into, into bars and, and, you know, confined spaces and things like that. And I I, th- I thought it was going to take much longer than it did. But people, I think they were yeah. just so fed up and they were like, we're, we're going out. We don't care. We're vaccinated. We're not That's vaccinated. Like, we're out.
2: I think any, I think it's fair to say that a majority of people that had doubts probably just stayed home. But, you know, the the fact of the matter is there's enough people that are just fed up. That you know wanted to be back out and wanted to be enjoying that kind of stuff. So, you know, good for us, I guess. Hey, good yeah. for everybody, you know. Yeah, I think I'm not. I guess I don't know. I don't <laughs> know where to stand. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It was cool to see. We'll see what happens. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, the new song is great. It's called Medicaid. If you're listening to this or watching this, it's out now, uh, streaming everywhere, Spotify, things like that. Um, check out the bolts on Facebook and I guess Twitter, Instagram, all those fun places you can see where they're playing the next uh two weeks or so. And uh definitely keep your eyes and ears on these guys as they uh maneuver through another uh interesting year. That's that's you know, that is 2021. But uh I have no doubt. You guys will, will persevere and, and make it through, and hopefully next year this is all behind us. Hope so. Yeah. Any final words? Yeah. No, <laughs> <The> <laughs> I have ban- none. Thank you band- for having me. the That's band awful. of many words. Very. Yeah. <laughs> the awkward's. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. The awkward's. <laughs> No, but seriously, thank you guys so much. And I I do uh, hope to see you guys out sooner than later and wish you the best of luck with the new song and everything coming up for you.
2: Awesome. Thank Thank you. you so much.
0: All right, guys. We'll see you soon. See you. See you.